Connecting with our community, live from Melbourne Girls Grammar School, Melbourne, Australia, you're listening to MGGS Live on Live FM. Hello everyone, live from Melbourne Girls Grammar, South Yarra, you're listening to MGGS Live on Live FM. This is the Vanessa and Coco Show. I'm Vanessa. And I'm Coco. And today we're joined by the accomplished fashion designer and stylist who's now the head of technologies at Melbourne Girls Grammar, Miss Pavlou. Thank you so much for having me, girls. This is going to be fun. Yeah, welcome to the show, Miss Pavlou. Thank you. Um, would you mind telling us a bit about your education background? Yes. So I was once you going into year 12 thinking what am I going to do you know what path am I going to take um and I was pretty set that I knew I wanted to be in fashion so I did viscom I did um product design and technologies and I did that as a three four in year 11 so then I only had one folio in year 12 um and then from there I worked really hard on my folio to go for interviews um and I interviewed at RMIT and at the time there was you know close to a thousand people that are applied and I would say it was under 50 that got in so I was very fortunate it was an intimidating interview but as I've told you about in class haven't I um, it was worth it so I went in with my passion so I studied a um, bachelor of design majoring in fashion with honors and it was four years um, but it was the best course I could do for what I wanted to do next yeah, yeah. Now, what got you into fashion? Was it a passion from a young age? Was there anything in particular that sparked um, that? I always loved to draw and be creative and I guess I was always, um, you know, playing in my mum's wardrobe, looking at what she had and I just loved watching um, TV shows with beautiful clothes and I always looked at the fabric and the flow and the fit um, and then it's just something I just – really love like I had my little Barbie dolls and um when I didn't have fabric my grandmother would give me napkins and we'd cut them up and (laughs) you know style the Barbie and just be really creative from a young age yeah (laughs) um tell us the biggest myth about the fashion industry because I feel like it's a bit mysterious sometimes well have you seen the devil wears prada the movie yeah Yeah. (laughs) look i've been to an event with anna winter and she's incredible she's amazing she's got her glasses on she's amazing um but i would say that you know you hear things that it's really competitive and it's it can be difficult but anything can be difficult it's the attitude you have towards it there's room for everyone to succeed um and if you work with like-minded people who will support you I think the biggest myth is people think it's just too hard to sum Mm. that up. But anything can be hard if you have the wrong attitude or if you're not supported. Yeah. Would be my myth. Yeah. Now, who is your favourite fashion designer? No, it's a hard question. Well, your name's Coco, so (laughs) I should say Coco Chanel. (laughs) Look, there's so many, there's so many amazing um, Australian designers that I love as well as international. But Mm. with Coco Chanel, what I do love is that, she you know entered the fashion industry during a time where clothes were very restrictive and she you know came up with the capri pant and did lots of blazers so I think she's really iconic for her time but I would say now you know there's just so many I love Zimmerman I love what the sisters have done with their brand um one of my favorite Australian designers is Johnny Shembury have you heard of by Johnny the brand before I really like his pieces and I think that he's got a really strong um target audience and that's so important as a designer that you know who you're selling to 
yeah. yeah. Um, what, what walk us through how you pick out your outfits for like school? Because I feel oh like <laughs> you come to school every day being very well dressed. Thank you. You're too kind. <laughs> um, I think as you get older, you know your personal style and it changes. So, um, when I go shopping or when I look online, I sort of know what suits my body shape. You can't tell because I'm sitting down, but I'm only five foot just so I sort of have to make sure that it suits my body shape and my height I do get a lot of things altered um but I love looking at Pinterest I love looking at things on Instagram and Mm. knowing if there's a you know a particular store I go to I'll sort of see if there's something in a few colors and I guess I sort of plan it out before I come to school if that answers it for you. Um, <laughs> speaking of very specific pieces, what is your attitude towards fast fashion? Look, I mean, we've all done it. We all do it. And I think there's no denying that. There's some positives and obviously some negatives. So the positives are that, you know, it is really affordable and it's accessible for everybody. But the negatives are, you know, there's a lot of um, impacts on sustainability and things like that. But the part I don't like is when they copy a lot of, you know, influential designers that have come out and done something really unique and then, you know, it's mass produced and copied. I think there's room for everybody to succeed if they just do things differently. Yeah. Um, so, Miss Pablo, do you thrift? I have before, but my thrifting would be – have you heard of the Hunter Markets before? Yes. So I did a store there years ago and I really liked how you can swap with people and you can, you know, buy from other people that are in the industry. I like that you can go to an op shop, buy something and completely change it. So, yes, I do. I just find that you've got to go at the right time, don't you? Yeah. Because the good stuff goes quickly. Now, yeah. what made you turn to teaching? Well, that's a good question. When I was your age we used to have careers nights and a few people came and spoke about what they were doing and I was like wow look at that that is so inspiring and I thought I'd hope one day I can do this so then my um, old school would call me to speak at the careers nights and I just used to love really um, inspiring the year 10s 11s and 12s to want to go to RMIT or want to get into fashion and then when COVID hit I thought this is the time to do my master's, get this done. And then this amazing opportunity came up to come here and, and start the subject. So I thought, this is my calling. So I'm going to do it. Just yeah. went all in. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what do you teach at school right now? So I teach across Viscom Art and Technologies, but this year I'm doing all technologies. So we have product design and we have digital, which is more coding um, and things like that. So I'm mostly um, design. Yeah. Um, how do you think that like the teaching that you're doing right now is kind of correlated to the work you've done in the fashion industry? Um, I would say it correlates really well because I can give real examples. So, you know, for example, we're learning about, um, you know, we're upcycling denim at the moment. So we can talk about looking at other brands and seeing how they do it and how they can, you know, come up with their own ideas. Um, I also give the girls examples of in industry, you know, we do have our mood boards on the wall and we do sketch everything by hand and go to the computer. So, I'm not just standing there reading out of a book. I'm sort of giving examples and I think that makes it a little bit more interesting. Yeah. Would you agree? Yeah. I taught you last year. Yeah, I, <laughs> it was very cool going through the actual process and knowing you had 
done something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You did a great job too. <laughs> so for those who are just tuning in, you're listening to MGDS Live on Life FM, live from Melbourne Girls Grammar, South Yarra. This is the Vanessa and Coco show. My name's Vanessa. I'm Coco. And today we have Miss Pavlu to talk about her life in fashion before teaching. Thank so, um, Miss Pavlu, what is your attitude towards fashion trends? Do you think they inspire or oppress possibilities? Well, I think if we didn't have trends, we'd be, con- you know, a bit lost of what's happening in the industry. Mm-hmm. So I think it's important to have trends, but it's important to have your own style. So you can look at a trend and say, okay, you know, I'm loving all the layering, but maybe I might just do it with a jacket rather than, you know, all these pieces happening at once. Or you might see that there's, you know, a lot of print and that may not be your thing, you know, mixing it. Yep. Um, and in a world where there's like new fashion trends, like every single day, mm. what is like kind of your personal tip on trying to find a personal like style. Yeah, I would say that, you know, have, you know, you hear this a lot on Instagram, you know, that capsule wardrobe. It is a real thing. It is good. If you can have your key pieces that you can mix and match. So, for example, at the moment I've got these linen pants that I can wear back with a few different jackets and a few different blouses. Um, Having your special pieces, you know, that cool dress or those really cool jeans you're going to wear on the weekend that you can mix and match with. A range of things. So when I did styling, I always tell my clients you need, you know, a few essentials and then mix and match and maybe you bring one trend piece in each season yeah. and then, you know, later you can give it to someone or you can upcycle it into something else. It's just so many ways to be creative. Yeah. Mm. What does fashion mean to you personally? Um, look, I think that it's a way to express yourself, but it's also a way to be involved in such a beautiful creative space. Um, I wouldn't say that it's something that I could never be involved in in any way. So even though I'm teaching now, I'm still involved every day because I'm seeing the next generation come up with ideas and I can't wait in five years to see what they're going to do. So I think that it can be a really positive thing. Uh, when you're teaching now mm-hmm. and you're seeing younger girls come up with these ideas, yes. is it similar to what you would have thought up when you were their yeah, age? Yeah, probably, but the trends have changed. Yeah. Um, you know, you see that clean girl aesthetic is really yeah. in now, whereas when I was in, you know, those sorts of years it was more of there was a bit of fluoro happening yeah. and there was, you know, um, the celebrities of the time were more the Britney Spears, Gwen Stefani, which, you know, they come and go. So I think cultural influences pop culture can really make a difference in that too. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think are like your favourite fashion trends like over the years? Like what's timeless to you? Um, I think having a really nice fitted suit. So whether it be, you know, a nice pair of pants with a blazer or a vest or a nice shirt is always going to look good I think having a good pair of jeans whether you're into rips or not just something that you're comfortable in um I would say black and white so dresses Mm. that are black and white or combination prints because I think a print can you know if you ever meet someone and you have to have small talk sometimes you know talking about hey I really like the print on your dress can build conversation I know that's worked for me before but yeah Now, what tips would you give to high school students who are looking to pursue a fashion career? Um, Look, that's something I love to do. As you know, last year we spoke a lot about it. I think you've got to be um, 
willing to take on the feedback. So, mm. um, you know, I like to look at folios and say, this is really good, but you can make this better. And, you know, sometimes it can be a bit daunting if someone says, oh, make that better, but I do it for good reason. I remember there was a student years ago whose folio, I said, look, you just got to fix it. It's just not where it should be. And I know you can do better. And at the time she was a bit, oh, what? But then she ended up working for a big brand as a designer. So it just shows you you, sometimes you've got to give that tough love, Mm -hmm. but in a way that's constructive. Um, But the ultimate feedback would be go and intern for someone um, go and work on your folio as much as you can within, you know, having a balance. Um, when you intern, ask so many questions. Like I interned when I was at uni with a stylist and I was just so like willing to do anything, you know, I'll pack the clothes in the rack, put them in boxes, get the coffees, like just to learn, you know. Very devil wears bright. Nice. <laughs> um, could you tell us more about like your most – amazing intern experience so that was when I was at uni so we had to do an internship um and we had to organize it so I worked for a stylist and we would go and work at you know different um shopping centers or with different clients photo shoots for magazines and just you know look at everything put together looks I would assist she would do the ultimate stuff but just listening to the vocabulary the design language and looking at the garments really was so inspiring um and also having studied at the same time I could appreciate what was going on in front of me and that would inspire my own designs because I would say well this sits really nicely on the form maybe I could you know explore that further and take inspiration from different areas. Do you think you would ever go back to working solely in fashion? Um, I think it depends on where I'm at in my life because I still want to be inspiring the next generation. So maybe Mm. they're, you know, with careers changing and new jobs, maybe there could be something that brings it together in the future. Um, Now that this wedding's over, I'm not designing anything else now. So maybe (laughs) I will want to do some more formal wear down the track um, because that's something I'm really passionate about, maybe for the races or something. Mm. But, yeah, Mm. just watch this space. (laughs) But I want to see what you're both going to do and (laughs) where it takes you because I know you both will do really well. Thank you. (laughs) Um, So can you tell us more about the new technologies department that you are starting in the school? Yes. So we started three years ago. So I'm really grateful to be here and um, be the head. So we've got product design technologies and we've got the digital part. So the digital is more coding and working with a bit of AI and the product design is basically the fashion element. So the girls follow the design process, a little bit similar to Vizcom, but for garments um, and so I've incorporated a lot of sustainability so they have to use an old garment for example in year nine we're doing um, denim skirts mm. so they've got to use an old pair of jeans I remember telling you about this last yeah. year so they cut into it and they've got to create their own skirt um, and then last year with our year sevens they made um, their own tops out of old t-shirts And then we entered that into the Royal Melbourne show and one student actually came first in the category, which is amazing. Um, And I think we got second and third place too and we were fortunate to be in the fashion parade. So I was really proud with Mr. Poller sitting at the front (laughs) watching the girls talk about their process and, you know, we've never done that before here so I'm really proud to be a part of it. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Well, um, that's all we have time for today. Thank you so much, Ms. Pavlou, for being our guest. Thank you. It's been a great pleasure hearing from you.
um, live from Melbourne Girls Grammar, South Yarra. You've been listening to MTGS Live on Life FM. This is the Vanessa Show. I'm Vanessa. And I'm Coco. Um, until next time. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, girls. And all the best.